720 WGN. I'm not really sure this guy even needs much of an introduction. You all know former Chicago Police Superintendent Gary McCarthy. Now he is the police chief of Willow Springs. And people have been reaching out to you, Gary, saying, hey, what do you think about the Democratic National Convention coming to Chicago? So thank you for jumping on the radio with us. I don't. Oh, no problem. I don't know. I was just reading uh, a text that came from a woman. Um, she was kind of put off because... I'm excited that Chicago is back on its feet, so to speak. We're seeing more people come in the city. Next summer we'll be really busy with the convention, Lollapalooza, NASCAR, and I'm hoping there's strength in numbers that, you know, a good amount of nice, good people might push out some of the bad people. I don't know if that's uh, too Pollyanna for you, but she said she's got a couple kids that work for CPD, and uh, she said, unlike me, they identify Chicago as a whole. Just, you know, pretty much what Darren Bailey said. You know, it's a hole. It's a hellhole is what he said. So, you know, you've you've worked on the forest in New York. You ran the forest here in Chicago. You're now in a beautiful suburban area. Is that your opinion, too? Do you think Chicago is just a hole? Well, I think it's, it's backslid dramatically from where it was years ago. <clears throat> you know, Lisa, one of the things that's really troubling to me is the fact that, um, you know, you could do everything right which nobody does everything right. But you could, you, during my tenure, we had less crime. We had record lows in the in the murder rate. We had less complaints against our officers to the tune of 37% over the five years. We had a 41% reduction in police-related shootings. And we did all of that by making almost 30,000 less arrests. So we weren't locking up everybody. We were locking up the right people at the right place at the right time. And we were getting... Unbelievable results. I mean, those are, if you're running a, a, if you're looking at a police department as a business, those are the outcomes that you're looking to produce. And, uh, and what, uh, what do you think is going to be the best quality we need in a future superintendent? And do you think that job is ever going to, um, like, can anybody stay in that job more than two or three years without having to get out just to save their own sanity or because you need to uh, completely infuse new blood into that role every few years? I, I don't think it's the job. I don't think it's the, that one person can't do it. I think that it's being set up not to succeed. If if you take a look at it, you know, back when I was superintendent, I couldn't fire a police officer. I could only make a recommendation to the police board. I also was not in charge of our use of force investigations that was done by COPA. The hiding of the Laquan McDonald video was done by the Corporation Council on the civil side, which I didn't find out about until six months after I got fired. So, But you authority. saw that video a couple of days after it became available, right? And, and yeah, you, you didn't know, you knew they were keeping it from the public. No, I didn't. No, no, you got, don't misunderstand. Okay, tell me. The U.S. Attorney and the State's Attorney both convened grand juries. That was the investigation. And if I interfered with the federal investigation, they would not have hesitated to lock me up. So you don't do something on somebody else's investigation that might compromise it. And the thought process at the time is you don't release evidence because you're tainting a jury pool. So my involvement in that was zero, yet I had to go find a job. Right. And I had no way to, to support my family. They've put two more layers of oversight on the Chicago Police Department. So now the superintendent is going to have even less authority than I had 
But at the same time, they're going to be as accountable for the behavior of the officers and the outcomes of, of what they're producing. So it's, it's a bad business model. That has to be changed. It has to be taken on. And, and with the number of officers that they're down, which is about 1,400, if, if, my, if my facts are correct, now Brandon Johnson is going to use that money to hire social workers. So picture the fact that they're down 1,400 officers. Now they're going to have to cover the Democratic National Convention and the neighborhoods at the same time, which we would stretch to do in 2012 during the NATO summit. And we had officers coming from other departments to help us. They sent us these task forces that were going to help us with the crowds if we needed them. So it's it's going to be quite a task. And, and honestly, I'm not sure it's I'm not sure it's going to turn out very easily to be a good convention. Something bad's going to happen at some point because, you know, the the bad guys aren't afraid anymore. Let's put it that way. There was a time when they when they knew there were consequences, and now there's none. And this is former. Chicago Police Department Superintendent and current Police Chief of Willow Springs, Gary McCarthy. You know Gary. Uh, so, Gary, what? how do they ramp up then? Because, obviously, it's going to happen. We see large crowds for Lollapalooza. There are different conventions yeah, here that host 130,000 people. So it's not just the people. It, these are high-profile individuals that require more security. So how does... Right, but how, beyond that, you're going to have protesters coming here. And, and that's what we had to confront. So <laughs> don't forget the, the, the conflicts between the anarchists, black bloc, whatever you want to call them. We saw it at the Columbus statue. They take advantage of these scenarios to come to cities, and they're very well organized. One guy is spray painting. Another guy is ginning up the crowd. Somebody else is breaking windows. They're doing this all, all in a coordinated effort. And that's what's going to come to Chicago. So while that's happening, and the police are dealing with that and protecting everybody that needs protection, along with the Secret Service and the FBI and all the federal agencies that are going to help, we still have to cover the neighborhoods. And that's going to be quite a stretch. You don't feel good about it? No, it's not that I don't feel good about it, but you have to have a plan. You have to train for it, and you have to equip your officers. And the other thing is you need leadership. You know, if, if I was asked today, how you know, where do you start with CPT? And my answer was real simple: leaderships, leadership, and internal legitimacy. You have to treat the officers like human beings if you expect them to treat other people like human beings. And time and time again, we're seeing that's not happening. What's and, the advice and, you give to the new CPD superintendent that comes in and has this on his or her plate? Get out there and talk to the cops and do police work with them. The best conversations that I had with officers when I was the superintendent happened on street corners at 4 o'clock in the morning in places like Englewood and West Lawndale. Those guys and gals couldn't believe that I was out there doing a job with them, chasing people with guns and many times grabbing them. I, I made five gun arrests personally when I was superintendent. I'm pretty proud of that because... People were like, oh, my God, look at this. This guy is really a police officer. It doesn't matter if he talks funny because he's from the Bronx. <laughs> he's a police officer. And that's what they need to feel. They need to feel that somebody has their back because nobody has had their back for the longest time now. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I hope that we'll be able to have a conversation as we you know, get ready for what is coming our way a year from August. 
I'll be here. (laughs) (laughs) Gary McCarthy on 720 WGN. Lauren has your news next. Lisa Dent, WGN.